Welcome to the TLM podcast. Today we are talking about adults. Are they helpful? Let's find out. Question What is one thing you wish adults knew about dating or maybe just teens in Maynard? What's one thing you wish adults knew? Mm, probably that, like, a lot of things, is, like, with teenagers, a lot of things are about attention and popularity. Well, it, it differs with different teenagers. Cause nobody's the same. Everybody's different. So probably I just want them to know that that um, just because we're kids, like, the struggle is real. Uh, one thing I want parents to understand about teens is that we're not like them when they were growing up. Like, we don't do the same stuff that they did when they were growing up. And um, I don't know about relationships because I really never discussed that with my mom or my dad. So, um, but yeah, that's what I thought about that. Like, a lot of our parents went through, like, a lot of stuff. And so they try to prevent us from making the same mistakes. And so instead of us living our lives, it's always these, like, different safety um, measures and stuff like that. And they want us to like do things better in the right way instead of making our own choices and like different mistakes because we'll always learn from our mistakes but it's just giving us the opportunity to do stuff on our own i feel like our parents like they think that we're we're like them more like them when they were younger we did the same things we they did but that's not always most of the time it's not always the uh, the fact like some of us, like me, how my mom is, she thinks that I do stuff as she did, but I'm not like that. So I just wish that they would be like kind of more understanding and everything kind of more open. Earlier, people were talking about like maybe you could approach a school counselor. Maybe you have like an adult teacher that like you feel safe talking to or a family member or an older sibling. Like what are the qualities in a, that make you feel comfortable trusting them with your your problems or your issues um just them like listening to you like what you have to say sometimes I like to talk a lot and so like it's I just like people to listen and so like somebody listens and like gives you feedback I think like I would really trust them because like they're sitting here like telling me like how they feel instead of someone just like shaking their head and nodding and not even really giving you any advice and so I like people's like truth to like every situation that's what I really like. Um, I feel like uh, when they say t-shirt coach or somebody uh, like they're able to understand probably for them to be like understanding uh, for them to be open-minded of the situation not to be like choose you hear something you're quick to judge um like what the person did i would say like if that could stuff like tell them like we all make mistakes but i would say like they'll be more open and understanding i would say watch how this person interacts with other people's issues and i mean if you think that all right well he helped out this person with a similar issue maybe he can help me out with mine so, like I said, just before you ask, just 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 uh, just watch, and you'll you you should you should be able to figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah, thanks, y'all, for your honesty. I think you all bring up a lot of good points about observing how 
because there's something about like real respect if that makes sense like some adults are respectful in like a polite way but there are other adults who are respectful of like young people's ideas and respectful of their dreams and respectful of of them wanting to make their own mistakes or or like figure out their lives you all bring up a lot of good points of like the way you watch for that is like listening to how they speak to other young people watching how they help other young people i'm wondering not only what makes somebody approachable but what are the like what are those red flags that when you meet an adult and you're like oh i will never trust them with any of my secrets what's a red flag of closed off like adult figure probably uh one red flag well for me uh if i was in a situation like i would observe and like if i hear like if another student went to that teacher and told them that like um their situation and all of a sudden you hear like all over the school um i would say that would be a red flag because I can't trust you because I want to uh, feel like that closure with that teacher and everything. So um, I, I just want, I would say that's one red flag. If you tell an adult something private and then a bunch of people who weren't there for that conversation find out about it, that tells you, that tells yeah. you they're not trustworthy. I, I agree with what he said. Like, it's really all about the observation. Like, if I see like, other people have talked to like somebody and then the person like the adult goes back and tells like someone else I wouldn't like that because I like you can find it in them and you trusted them enough to tell them something and so I would like just telling another adult I wouldn't like that because it's just supposed to stay between you and the other person yeah I would say if like a major red flag for me would be if that teacher turns around and asks you if it's true because that whether it's true or not doesn't matter the fact is like there's a there's a difference between like getting more information to see if you can help that person and just being straight up nosy because i mean teenagers are nosy we all know that but when like you kind of just have to like i said watch and uh, observe the teacher and if he starts bordering on like that nosy territory then that should be a red flag too. I think Evan brought up an interesting point which is like sometimes adults doubt what young people say so like you just brought up Evan like in that scenario the adults even questioning if what that per- that hypothetical person if what they're experiencing is real so I'm now curious like adults doubting young people in Maynard like is that a common thread do these adult figures do you feel like they doubt what the young people in Maynard have to say I don't think like these adults necessarily doubt students I think it's just that um they I don't know I don't think I just don't think they necessarily doubt students but maybe they may have concerns I don't really know. I feel like in Maynard, like, there are some people and professors and teachers, principals and coaches that, like, take that serious, like, but they're, like, they're probably concerned, I guess, like, what Asia said, they kind of, they are concerned about, like, the certain situation he told them. Another thing that's, like, coming up 
building trust with adults. One of the ways you can build trust with adult figures, if they're listening to this podcast right now, can we go around and be like, hey, this is one way you could build a relationship with me if you ever want me to trust you enough with with my problems. You know what I mean? Back back to what I was saying earlier, just them like telling their honest truth, like giving you honest feedback instead of just like shaking their head, not really saying anything, like pretending to listen and not really care. I think it's just like they're them paying attention and like giving you honest feedback. Don't be judgmental like all the time. Like as soon as they say something, they be like, <clears throat> you did this, like all like that. Uh, because like that will draw away that student uh, because they feel like you just judging them like just like that and that will make the student feel like sad inside that was one thing I would say uh, I definitely agree with what Bishop was saying about uh, not being judgmental and also I would say like wait for the wait for the student to like volunteer information because like I know from personal experience like people people will look at me and just think that something's wrong so they'll like constantly ask me about it and I'm like okay nothing is wrong leave me alone but they'll just like swear up and down that something's wrong with me because they're trying to read my face, but not listen to what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is I'm fine. I'm just listening to my music and I'm in my own space. Go away. So, I mean, like, and, you know, I, like, like I said, it, it's, it, it, it's bordering on, it, it's that really thin line between caring about other people and trying to be in other people's business. So that's why I would say, like, especially if it's like a super sensitive topic, wait for the student to bring it up first. Don't try to like psychoanalyze them and read them and be like, you know what? I bet you're having, uh, I, I bet you're not sleeping so well because you had a fight with your mother last night. It's like, no one asked, if I wanted to go see a therapist, I would go see a therapist. I would say, don't make assumptions and also maybe try even try to you know sit down with the youth and try to even understand whatever they do or whatever their, their quote-unquote norms norms are because a lot of the time some adults don't even try to sit down with the person of youth and even try to conversate with them and try to understand what they do so that would be my advice so this might get a little sticky. This might be like mm, dramatic, <laughs> but I think it's important that we talk about this. And in regards to like Maynard ISD school staff, right? The supports that are in place through the principals, through the assistant principals, through the counselors, through the teachers. How do we feel about how these adults manage situations of bullying, how they manage situations of, of finding out that like someone's being cyber bullied or how do they handle situations regarding like 
someone being in a hurtful dating situation? Do we feel that the the staff of Maynard ISD are setting up the teens and young people of Maynard for for success? Do we feel like they're they're helping teens struggling with these problems? I think it's they don't really talk about it, but as soon as like the stuff does occur and somebody goes to tell they like they handle it with like really strict precautions and like they enforce all the rules then but like they don't really talk about it but when it's time to get down to it they do um handle the situation i feel like i mean honestly as a whole like when a cyber bully situation comes in a bully situation like they talk about it like we talk about it for like a week a whole entire week and then probably longer than that, but it's like when it's not nobody's bullying or like it hasn't came out, like Manor ISD doesn't really, I guess, embrace the topic. Like they really don't talk about it often. It sounds like they, they bring it up when there's like a fire to put out. But other than that, like they're not planting seeds for people to like build community and, and, and not pick on each other. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Yeah. Evan, I see you nodding your head. What what are you, what's, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I, I agree with Bishop in Asia. Like it's, they, they have like seminars and stuff, basically telling people don't bully people. It's wrong. And you know, that that's that's pretty much all they do and like they get us out of class or a few classes for like a anti-bullying no place for hate seminar kind of deal and then that's like all they do for groups but i definitely think when it comes to like one-on-one cases there are like Maynard as a whole does pretty well assisting like singular people and i get uh I would say that's what really matters because like at the end of the day, it's like the well-being of the students. That's what's really important. But I'm also kind of thinking, well, you help one student, but like, what about the others? But I mean, it's, 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 it's a process. So. And I think you bring up. Oh, I was just going to say like, I, I I do like what they're doing right now, though. Like the fact that they are very efficient at dealing with individual cases. I think what's what complicates that situation, and you 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 alluded to it, Evan, which is like they're really good at bring like at taking care of the students who come forward, those individuals who come forward and feel like they can trust those adults in those positions of power. But how many, how many other students haven't come forward? So it's like they're not getting that individual care if they don't feel like they can trust the adults to, to talk to them about it. In these types of situations with, with cyberbullying, with image abuse, with like people having issues with interpersonal fights with other students. Um, Maybe it's because of relationships. Maybe it's because of friendships. Is there something adults and school staff could be doing to like just to prevent prevent this stuff from happening in the first place? Like 
is there a more holistic approach that they could have? Like right now, it seems like the individual care after the fact that the bullying has happened or after the fact that the abuse has happened seems like helpful is what I'm hearing. But is there something more that they could be thinking about in their approach of building community with young people so that way this stuff doesn't happen so we can prevent the violence from happening? Like what what could adults do maybe more effectively or differently? Um, They could actually start doing stuff like team building exercises so that people can get like familiar with other people and like make friends instead of just like starting unnecessary drama with other people because they just don't like them for some weird reason and so I think like building team exercises that can give people like the strength to like work with other people as a team instead of starting like mess and drama and so like everybody will not necessarily be friends but be cool with each other so that there is no future problems I think it's going to be like you have to have like some kind of innovative creative experience to like do like different exercises maybe but um <clears throat> overall i think MidRSD did pretty well or is doing pretty well concerning bullying but i i really can't think of anything creatively that they could do to help stop bullying something creative and innovative you think would have a lasting impact nate yes at the end of the day so like most of the staff don't like sometimes they'll talk to you, talk to people about it, but like it doesn't really work because it's just them talking. They're not really enforcing anything because they'll they'll keep saying all this stuff, but nobody will listen to them. So I think like maybe team building will work better because like actual human interactions instead of like people not listening to what the speaker has to say. So instead of having these like lectures or seminars where an adult is like talking down to young people. If instead the approach was like, we're going to get the freshman class together today and we're just going to play a bunch of team building games like that, that kind of stuff. Yes, that would be like really good because no, like most people are on their phones most days. And so like they would look down and be on their phones instead of paying attention. So that I think that that's really enforcing stuff right there. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree that like we need some some sort of like team building exercise and maybe that would help a little bit another thing i was thinking is like if the schools and like maynard maynard does a pretty good or like all schools like if they actually enforced part of that like whole bullying section of the student handbooks that they like make us read all the time he's like okay you made us read it but if this were to happen, like, what what would the school do about it? So I think team building is definitely, like, helpful. But at the end of the day, you can't control what other people do. And unfortunately, there are people who solely live to cause trouble. So, like, when they do that, like, no amount of seminars or team building exercises can change those types of people so they're just going to cause they're just going to cause trouble wherever they go so i think that uh like strict enforcement of like the anti-bullying like part of the 
student handbook that they make us read at orientation or whatever would also help. Seems like you want a little bit of of both the the fun, innovative, creative stuff, but also like committing to like the consequences that they've written out in their bylaws or in their handbook. Hmm. I want, I think you brought up something interesting, which is like, there are some people who's like purpose in life is to cause trouble. And I find that like the, like those people kind of get written off as like, Oh, they can't be helped. And so adults sort of shuffle them off to a different school or put them in ISS. And I wonder if we here can think creatively about how how we can include everybody in these solutions, even those people who like they like to instigate trouble. Cause I think I think there's a place for them in this as well. And I think people who cause trouble have a and I put air quotes around that word, um, have some sort of need that that needs to be met. And for some reason, the school system or the teachers aren't meeting that need. So it's like, it's not, I don't know, my personal opinion, like, it's not necessarily that student's fault that they're constantly getting in trouble. It's like the adults around them who are not taking the time to figure out what that person needs, or at least that's how I think about it. Um, I feel like they should have, um, like, both, um, but like Evan said, like, probably in, maybe interactive. Uh, but also, the, uh, like when we do read like consequences of cyberbullying, like don't uh, don't like get away from like the rules that you said in the booklet. Like take probably like go through with the rules, and probably like it's not always a good idea for like you to send if a kid for cyberbullying send him to a kid he or she to. Um, to ISS or MAP, but like probably do some counseling and like like talk to them, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's my idea of that. Do you all feel, because this has come up a couple of times, do you all feel that the rules around bullying and the consequences, do you think those consequences are given out to everybody equally and fairly? Or do you think Maynard Mainer staff and teachers tend to show like favoritism and only give the most severe consequences to certain students. Um, sometimes it's going to be those those like people that like are really there helping people to make make sure they're not getting too much in trouble. Because like with bullying, that's like like you can get in, like really really like bad trouble with that. And so I think like there's sometimes like teachers that like you're really close to that will like help you get out of the big situation and make it like a little smaller situation. But um, like you may not get in as much trouble, but like they're like help making sure that you learn a lesson from that. And so, yeah, sometimes the consequences can be different. It just depends on like what the situation is and like who's there to save you at the end. Certain teachers will help you out more than others. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's it's pretty accurate. It really like like Asia was saying, it just depends on what your situation is and what teacher you decide to tell. And that typically determines what kind of consequences 
I think this has been a very insightful conversation around the like, oh, the system of 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 Maynard ISD and the adults that operate in it and the power that they wield over our are over your lung young young lives. I almost said over your lung lives. That's not that's not what I tried to say. Anyways. Thank you all so much for your honesty and I appreciate you each and every one of you. And for all y'all listening, if you're an adult and you work in Maynard ISD, I hope you were taking notes. Um, and if you're another young person in Maynard ISD, um, hit us up. We're TLM, the leaders of Maynard, and we're always looking for more people to collaborate with. Thank you.